going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the All Out Blitz podcast with Jeff and Brady. We're here to talk week 12 review, I think. Yes. I think the week's over now. Yes. Thank you, NFL, for completely screwing the pooch on this one and making this game go till last. Well, I don't want to say last evening. It was yesterday afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> to make the week even longer. Also, thank you, NFL, for making the Broncos play with a practice squad wide receiver. But keep pushing it back so Baltimore can play Pittsburgh. Why didn't they push that Denver game back when they had no quarterbacks? No idea. But they pushed, how many times they pushed the Ravens game back? Like four? Just to make make sure the terrible Ravens can play the Steelers. It was originally supposed to be on Thanksgiving, got moved to Sunday, then got moved to Tuesday, then Then got got moved moved to to Wednesday. Wednesday. Four moves. Yeah. That's perfect. That game was terrible. It ended up being a game at the end, but it's only because I think both teams were just sick to death of... Yeah, they didn't get above 20 points. Yeah, of just trying to get this game over with. Yeah. Uh, anyway, sorry to start on such a sour note, folks. Also, only Baltimore that and game Pittsburgh really fans. has me aggravated, though. They should have just put the kibosh on it and been done with it. Uh, also, only like Baltimore or Pittsburgh fans actually wanted to watch that game. Well, most people couldn't watch it because it was noon West Coast time, <laughs> twelve thirty when true. it started. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, you know these these protocols don't seem to make sense where they test every every player every day here here it started at like 340 when if they were just gonna have the game they should have had at like 8 or like 820 or something yeah like they usually do i don't know let's start off with the show yes because that game is annoying yeah um hmm what should we start with maybe some brady facts yeah Let's go for it. So we're doing five facts. And um, I just want to say, most of you out there, if you've been like a football fan for more than five years, uh, would probably know the last two, if you've ever gotten curious. Okay. But um, let's get started. Number one, Chicago has played the most games, or football games, at 1,402. So that's overall. Yeah. I believe that. Bears have also won the most games at 774, with the Packers at second with 763. Interesting. Number three, the Cardinals have the most losses at 767. The Cardinals? Yeah. I know they used to be bad back in the day, but I figured there'd be somebody worse than them. All right, anyway. Uh, these last two, like I said earlier, you might know. Uh, number four, the first NFL team was the Akron Pros. And pros. Anybody ever hit up the uh, Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio? They have a lot of cool stuff on the Akron pros. It's all about. It's, it's all about. Sweet. The I'm pretty sure the whole thing is just about like football history. It is. Yeah. Number five. The worst weather game ever was in 1967 when it was Packers versus the Cowboys. The weather was negative 13 degrees with a wind chill of negative 36. The awesome ice bowl. It was probably at Packers Field. It's probably at Lambeau it's Field. The Ice Bowl. It was pretty awesome. Also, if you go to Canton again, they have a whole room set up with this. It's like a dark room where they show part of the game on this big screen, and then they have some like figures, like there's like life size, like players and coaches, like sitting on a bench, and they have like all the old gear and stuff on, like they use to stay, try to stay warm in that. But yeah, it was pretty amazing. 
Awesome. That was my five random NFL facts. Cool. Appreciate it, buddy. It's good stuff. Now, on to the Week 12 review. Yeah, it seems like a lifetime ago, but it started... Oh, that's right. It was Thanksgiving. I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. It seems like forever ago already. We did. Yeah. We had a good Thanksgiving. We did. Um, Does seem like Two games, though, happened on that day. Remember, it was supposed to be three. We just talked about Pittsburgh. But it went to two, and these two games, they were both kind of blowouts. The first, and they were surprising, but they were actually fun games to watch. So the first game was the Houston Texans at the Detroit Lions. The Texans crushed the Lions forty-one twenty-five. Also, the following day, Black Friday, if you will, mm-hmm. head coach Matt Patricia fired. Yeah, along with the GM for the yeah. Lions. Uh, I do also want to say Texans one thing though. Crushed them. Yeah, <laughs> I do also want to say one thing though. Um, I feel like the Lions have lost whatever they've had going for them because earlier this season, like, they're not really ever that good of a team. But, like, earlier this season, they... They showed were, glimpses. They they were playing good at, like, some games. But ever since, like, three games ago, they've just been, like, terrible. Yeah, it's been pretty tough to watch. Now, you know, like, the last two games, Swift hasn't played. So yeah. he went to his first game as a starter, absolutely crushed it. Yeah. Got hurt and has been out the last two. Yeah. Now, AP, he, he, what, he had two touchdowns, I think, in this Thanksgiving game. Yeah, he got me a lot um, of fancy points. Yeah. I mean, he, he, of course, still playing at an extremely high level for, you know, for his age and just taking a beating as a running back. But uh, the, the defense was, is just not very good no. at all. Um, no. Of course, their rookie corner, Jeff Akuda, not playing. Uh, True Font went down. He, he just actually went on IR. Um, so he's he's hurting pretty good. I, yeah, I, the whole team really just needs a big shift, and and I'm not sure if it's actually ownership. You know, with the Ford family there, um, you know they've they've owned it forever, but it's uh, yeah, it's tough to watch. But um, and also, um, a few days later, we found out uh, Will Fuller has been suspended for the remaining of the season yeah. for taking medicines. Or taking medicine that wasn't um, allowed by the NFL's policy or whatever. Yeah, he t- apparently he took something at the beginning, before the season started, um, that his doctor prescribed him, and now it popped up. And it doesn't look like he's going to be fighting it either to try to get it reduced. So he yeah. is definitely out for the rest of the year. It's a six-game suspension, uh, which is the remaining of the year. So unfor- yeah. that's unfortunate for the Texans, uh, especially for Deshaun. Him and Fuller really, really... Uh, starting to light it up here. And Deshaun and the rest of the Texans are just having fun on Thanksgiving yeah. with this uh, crushing win over the Lions. That was the early game, of course. The uh, The afternoon game was... Was the, better than the early game. Was the NFC East battle with the Washington football team on the taking on the Dallas Cowboys in Dallas. And Washington out won Dallas. 41-16. Both winners on Thanksgiving scored 41 points. Also both blowing out the other team. Yeah, it was a really, really good game. Uh, Alex, I mean, not if you're a Cowboys fan, but Alex Smith played great. Antonio Gibson, I mean, rookie stud running back, showed up and showed out on a huge stage for Thanksgiving NFL football. Uh, he's he's got a, If he stays healthy, he's got a promising little career ahead of him. Yeah. He, he did some amazing things running, catching out of the backfield, making people miss. Yeah. Um, 
just played amazing, amazing football. Terry McLaurin uh, with an awesome running, uh, you know, half DK Metcalf kind of chase down of Jalen Smith for a, almost a pick six to tackle him. And then the Washington defense held them. Uh, it, it was really, they played really, really good football on Thanksgiving, Washington. They're did. the football team, why wouldn't they? Exactly. <laughs> but uh, crushing win. Uh, for, for Washington, the crushing loss for Dallas. Uh, next game, so we move on to the Sunday, Sunday slate of games. games. This was a really good football game as well. The Carolina Panthers took on the Minnesota Vikings, and the Vikings won this 28-27 thanks to a miss by Joey Sly on a last-second field goal. Yeah. This was a good game, and Carolina See, Panthers are did. really, really putting stuff together. And we keep talking about this week after week. They are right there, they where are. in the past they'd be blown out. They would have lost. It would have been no big issue. They are getting so close in so many games, and eventually, trust me, they will turn the script and turn the page they are and start at, putting wins on the board. They are at the peak of starting to win games. They will get there. They will get yeah. there. This is the first first year. If they had, had ship, they would have gotten that field goal number one. <laughs> exactly. First year for head coach Matt Rule. First year for Teddy B as their starter. Yeah. CMC's been hurt all year. Yeah, since like week two or something like that. I mean, if you get him healthy, full strength, you get more experience under Teddy B and Matt Rule. Yeah, and and you get another he... draft. You get another draft year yet in the offseason. This team yeah. is going to be difficult to beat in the NFC South. Yeah, but like, it it does kind of stink because CMC has been out because he came back on like week ten for one game and then like he was out for like the rest of the, like the other two games because yeah, he had like a shoulder game. injury. Yep, that's how it goes. But you yeah. know what? That's good for Mike Davis. It, it allowed. Uh, um, he's it allowed the rest. Of, starting I say it's allowed the rest of the league to see what he's got, and he's got a lot. Yeah. He's played. He's played amazing football. Honestly, yeah. I mean, when you look at production. Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't lost a lot from CMC to Mike Davis. Now, Mike Davis is not CMC at all. No. But from production, from a production perspective and what that offense is looking to do, they haven't really lost anything. It's just if you add another weapon like CMC into that mix, a healthy one where they can run a two-back set uh, and do more, like spreading them out wide or putting them in motions and things like that, this offense is going to be crazy. Yeah. It's going to be good stuff. Next game. Let's move on to the next game, and what a glorious game it was. Where Falcons. the Las Vegas Raiders oh, yes. Best game went into week. Atlanta to take on the Falcons, and the Falcons the Atlanta, win this game 43-6. to The Atlanta defense showed up like they did against Minnesota. It was No, this was the best. You can't even compare it. This, this was, was the, the best, best Falcons defense performance ever. I've seen in a very long time. I would probably say ever. Possibly. Holding a team like the Raiders to two field goals. Even even when there was that drive where the Raiders were on like the four yard line. And then we and actually we, held it together. And there was a penalty. There was defensive plays for loss. Uh, multiple fumbles in this. Interceptions. Pick sixes. You had everything in this pick game six. from the defense. Pick six by Deion Jones. A 67-yard pick six. So it was it was a really great game for a Falcons fan just to have fun watching. You, Every- I, you kind of, at the beginning, you know, well, uh, let's say halftime, you almost had this feeling like, oh, if the Raiders put it together, they can come back. <laughs> it's just yeah. not. Because that's just typical Falcons mindset. But... 
dude, they this is the game. And you and I talk about this quite a bit. Yeah. I'm like, this is what needs to happen when they put their foot on the gas and they don't let up. They don't play conservative. They don't wait and play to lose the game. This is what can happen. When you have a team like See, the Raiders where the defense is amazing and somehow our offensive line held up, which was amazing, and you didn't have See, we need to Julio play like, Jones. We need to play like this every week, but we don't. No. And to be honest, this game really do, didn't do anything for us because we're 4-7 and seven now. So it it didn't. didn't, but it's it's nice to know that the team is there. For and now. It's, and it's good to show what the coaching staff is capable of because this is going to go into the offseason where are these people going to get interviews to stay on board? Yeah. You know, if you get a whole new head coach, I, almost every coach is not going to be here. Eric Bien-Me. Which is unfortunate because I am a huge fan of Jeff Ulbrich, where he was our linebackers coach, now the defensive coordinator with Raheem taking over the interim head coach duties. I'm a big fan of Jeff Ulbrich. I think he's a great coach. I think the players respect him and they react to him. Um, I would love to see him stay on board no matter what. Yeah. Just because I, I, I really like him as a coach. Yeah. Uh, positional coach. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'd love to see Eric Bieniemy in there. I, was it going to happen? I, probably not. But, you know, always, always hope, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but what an amazing, crushing win for the Atlanta Falcons. And this was defense. Yeah, like this was not the offense. The offense did, they did, did okay. Oh, they did okay. There were a lot of issues on the offensive side of the ball yet, which is unfortunate for how many weapons they have. Yeah, but the defense, the defense won this game. Showed up and showed out. Um, next game, next game turned into a pretty good game because both teams are equally as bad. New York Giants traveled to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. The Giants won this one, nineteen seventeen. Yeah. Not much to say about this game. It was pretty uneventful. Uh, Daniel Jones dinged up his hamstring a little bit. He's actually going to be out this coming week. We'll talk about that a little bit more uh, later episode. And and I didn't even think to mention this, but I'll mention it quick now. Today is Thursday. Yeah. December 3rd. So this is early in the morning. We are going to do the review. Yes. And then this afternoon, before the Thursday night game, we will talk Week 13 preview. preview. So you're getting two episodes in one day. We were going to do it yesterday, but we figured, you know what, may as well wait until the last game was over. Uh, But the Giants beat the Bengals. Both teams, like I said, equally as bad. Pretty uneventful game. Nothing huge happened, uh, like I said, outside of Daniel Jones. someone get like a 103-yard kick return for like a touchdown? Pretty sure the from Bengals. the Bengals. Yeah, pretty sure the Bengals had a 103-yard kick return. Yeah. Touchdown. Yeah, so that was about 11 seconds of fun. In this that was, that was really the only big thing that happened in that game. Yeah. Let's go to the next game. Uh, thankfully, they did not fall for the trap, but the Miami Dolphins took on the New York Jets, and the New York Jets stay defeated. Uh, the Dolphins win this game 20-3 to with Fitzmagic, fear of the beard, at the helm because of Tua and a left thumb injury. Um Dolphins won the game, plain and simple. It just it was not really in doubt. I feel like if the Jets haven't had their bye week yet, I feel like if they have their bye week, they're still going to lose that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're they going to lose their bye week. I don't know why. I'm I'm just I'm just happy the Dolphins won. I just you know, yeah. I just I really I didn't want them to fall for this because that's a you typical wanna, you know that's a typical game where a, the Dolphins could lose because it's a trap game against a, the worst Jets team ever. You know something. Right now, this sounds like a shock to everyone. 
the Browns and the Dolphins are in the wild card. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's awesome from the Dolphin side, anyway. Yeah, the Browns. The Browns. I can't. I can't believe how well they're doing. But hey, kudos, guys. Way yeah. to put it together. See, and they can do it without Odell. To every one of those people who thinks Odell makes that offense great. Yeah, exactly. Too, sorry, it's Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, but try again. Yeah. Uh, Best back doing the league. Dolphins get a good win here, a good solid win. It wasn't um, like twenty to three or something. Twenty to three. They uh, they just they needed it. They need to keep winning and, yeah. and stay in this playoff hunt. Next game was a shootout for quite a while. And a good higher scoring game that we had over this week here. The Tennessee Titans traveled into Indy to take on the Colts, and the Titans win this 45 to 26. Derrick Henry had a day. Um, Colts didn't play bad football. No. They played and they played tough football. But the thing is, Derrick Henry, AJ Brown, Corey Davis, Tannehill. I feel like too I much. Feel like, I feel like since CMC's been out, Derrick Henry's been the best back in the league. Because these past few games, I I would say Dal, I would say Dalvin Cook is, but these past few games, he hasn't. I'm pretty sure he hasn't gotten over like a hundred yards, just like in total. Oh, Dalvin Cook has total, total between rushing and receiving, he has. There was one game where he didn't. He only got like ninety six or something like that. Yeah, but then he had some receiving yards. Derrick Henry, though right now is the number one back he is in this game he ran 27 times for 178 yards three touchdowns i will say dalvin cook is whenever he gets more than a 92 yard rush for a touchdown <laughs> it's never gonna happen but it doesn't matter it doesn't matter because that vikings o-line isn't really that great it just doesn't help when oh gosh it doesn't help the colts when you have jacoby Brissett. As one of your, you know, rushing leaders in a game, yeah. um, they, they would take Philly Rivers out, put Brissett in for a play or a couple plays to do something different. Um, I do like that they have that option because it, it allows Rivers, first of all, to get a little bit of a break, and it, it makes the defense think differently. Yeah. Um, but this was a good. This was a fun game to watch. Um, yeah. I watched a lot of this game. And uh, it was just kind of it was fun seeing these two teams battle because they have they have their own little rivalry themselves. Yeah, Uh, and it's just it was cool to watch both teams very good. The Titans picked apart the Colts in this game. It was Derrick Henry. He just trucked over them. Yeah, I mean he ran for almost two hundred yards and three touchdowns. I mean that practically beat the Colts alone. I would love to see Derrick Henry and Aaron Donald just run each other and see what happens. The world will end. It will collide together, and it will explode. Uh, good win here. Both teams, by the way, amazing records, right? Both very, very good, and the Titans get this win. So it's a good win for Tennessee just to have under their belt for later on in the playoffs to, to yeah. kind of recall this game and say, look what we can do against another stud team. Yeah. Next game was a bit of a shocker. Next game, I think, was a bit of a shocker. I think you think was a bit of a shocker. Cardinals, Patriots. The Arizona Cardinals went yeah. into into Gillette Stadium to take on the Patriots, and the Patriots win this on a field goal, 20-17. to 17. Cardinals cannot, could not put it together. Larry Fitzgerald was on the COVID list for this. He had tested positive for COVID-19, so prayers up to you, my man. Hopefully you're feeling okay and you get healthy soon to get back out there. Absolute legend. The Cardinals were not playing like... The Cardinals we've seen this season. 
No, they were they were pretty they were pretty slow. Now like, I do know Kyler has a little bit of a shoulder injury. Yeah, but like at uh, this game, it seemed to slow him down. To be honest with you, at this game they should have won like thirty to like twenty or something like that. Nor- normally, you would think with how they've been playing, but with with Fitz not being there, with Kyler having a dinged up shoulder, that definitely causes some issues where maybe his rotation's not right or whatever it may be. He was constantly on the sideline when he was not on the field getting heat and, and t- wrapped on his shoulder and everything else going on. So I don't, hopefully everything's okay. They say he's just fine. Um, but I mean, he still is quite the MVP type of season going. Hopefully he can keep it up yeah, and get them going again. But uh, Arizona, I mean, they had a little bit of a running game going. The Patriots defense did play very well. Yeah. Um, for kind of makeshifting the defense that they have right now, but they played very well. Patriots uh, defense. And Cam Newton didn't lose the game. Just yeah. put it that way. Patriots he he defense, played well enough. I feel like Patriots defense never really does that good. They're good for who they have. Yeah. When you look at it, it's not a defense made up of stars. Devin McCourty, Stephon Gilmore, the other McCourty that's on there. Devin and Jason. Yeah. Yeah, but even those guys, I mean, when you look at them, I mean, they're good in that scheme, but if you were put them on a different team, they're not very good. Gilmore is just a, a pure cover corner. He can play anywhere. And he had an issue covering D-Hop. Quite a, quite a few penalties on him. Um, but that's what I mean. When you look at the trenches, you look at the linebacking court, there's no real stars there, which most teams typically have a couple. Yeah. So they play really, really well under that defensive scheme that Belichick has going on there. Um, tough loss, tough break for the Cards. Big win for the Patriots to show that they still have a little something left in the tank this season. Next barely. game, next game, Cleveland Browns took on the Jacksonville Jaguars and barely escaped with a win, 27-25. Um, Jacksonville's still playing tough. No matter, no matter what their record is, it's not really an easy out because they play tough. Um, I mean, you look at, again, you, you look at the Browns and that running tandem of, of Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Between the two of them, they ran for over 200 yards, 206 yards, 144 for Chubb, 62 for Hunt on a total of 29 carries. That's pretty pretty nice and then you also have on the jacksonville side rookie running back james robinson should also be in the offensive rookie of the year hunt another game another 100 plus yards ran 22 times for 128 yards and a touchdown this dude is an absolute stud yeah one of the best rookie running backs we've seen in a long time um should definitely be in the conversation for offensive rookie of the year um, but it doesn't matter. Jacksonville, they lose, but they're pretty much in every game. They're not getting blown out like the Raiders just did against the Falcons or like the Cowboys did against Washington. They're always right there in the thick of things. So we'll see less. what happens. We'll see what happens. I assume at the end of the season they'll end up getting a new head coach, new coaching staff, probably going to draft another quarterback pretty high to try to see what they can get. Yeah. Um, Go for someone like Justin Fields. Maybe. See what happens. They they're gonna have a they're gonna have like a top five pick in the draft. Yeah. They're like what like two and ten. 
something. Or like one or eleven. Say I think they might only have one win. Wait, did they win against Browns? They are one in ten right now. Okay. So, um, next game. Next game. Such a good game. L.A. Chargers took on the Buffalo Bills. The Bills won this twenty-seven to seventeen. And the Bills just did what they did. They just played tough football. They beat in the trenches where it matters most. Now, Josh Allen um, didn't even have a great day. Went 18 for 24, 157 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. That is not a good day for Josh Allen. Now, Herbie, on the other hand, threw a (laughs) touchdown and a pick, threw for 316 yards. Speaking of offensive rookie of the year, I think he's a lock. But Justin Jefferson. Uh, I think I think it's going to be Justin Herbert, without a doubt. But we'll see. It's not going to be now that you said that you jinxed it. Yeah, it's what it is. I just he's he's playing absolutely amazing football. Watch you like comes in fifth or something. <laughs> not even possible. Not even possible. But the Buffalo Bills stay on their winning track to stay atop in the AFC. Yeah. They're good. they're in the top couple of teams there keep fighting for for positioning and things for the playoffs they're 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 going to definitely be in the playoffs this year and uh doing some really awesome things so big win by buffalo la unfortunately loses another heartbreaker um i have a feeling the chargers are going to be another team looking for head coaches and all that kind of stuff in the but they might also be doing like a rebuild i don't think you need to you know you have allen you have williams you have herbie you have eckler you just signed bosa re-up ingram it's it's there. I think it's going to be a coaching changeout. I really feel like Bosa hasn't been doing really that much this season. Bosa destroyed the Buffalo line. Other like single-handedly destroyed the Buffalo offensive line. Just because you said that, let's take a look at something here as we're Great. as we're going. He had 3 sacks in that game. 5 tackles, 8 stops. Two hits on the quarterback, two hurries. Pass okay. rush of 82%. A defensive rating in this game of 90.1%. Is this overall or just that game? This game. I'm talking about like this whole season. You can't dominate every game, man. Yeah, but he hasn't been doing everything all season. That's what I've compared it to. I'm comparing it to the game. Let's see what he's got here. Gosh. I got it because I, he he is having a very good season, and I, I you don't hear him because you you always hear names like Aaron Donald. Uh, so Bosa has eight sacks this year, uh, fifty two total pressures, twenty tackles. He's having a good year. His total defensive rating for the whole year. 89.8. He had a stretch of three games, which was week two through four, where it was not so good. I'd be very surprised if T.J. Watts was less than that. T.J. Watt is the number one defender in the NFL. He probably has 100% then. <laughs> no, he doesn't, but he's the best defender in the NFL. Yeah. Let's move on to the next game, though. This was kind of a shocker as well. And we're going to talk about this for a minute. But the mm-hmm. Niners took on the Rams, and the Niners won 23-20. to The Niners won this for one major reason. They're getting a lot of their stars back right now. Not the ones that are on season-ending IR, but the ones that were on IR for the past six, seven weeks, eight weeks. 
like Sherman and a couple of other defenders, the offensive guys as well, they're getting these people back. But they beat the Rams, and the Rams should have won this easily. But it's a once again, it's a divisional battle, so these games are always tight. Uh, but the Niners won, win a great game here to show that they're not letting down just because of being the most injury-riddled team this season. I feel like Sherman never really does that much. He's there when you need him most is pretty much how he plays. He does enough. He, he was best in his career when he was with Seattle. I agree. But he does enough. His brain is still there. That's so Daryl Thomas. He's not as fast as what he used to be, but he is still there. Um, next game. Yes. New Orleans Saints, Denver Broncos, of course, without any quarterback. They have a practice squad wide receiver coming in to play quarterback. Kudos to him for getting up to speed in about three hours. Um, the Saints win 31 to 3. That's all I'm really going to say about it. Next game was a phenomenal game and should have been a blowout. But the Chiefs and the Buccaneers, the Chiefs win this game 27 24. I think Tyreek Hill had 200 yards receiving by halftime. Um, you want to talk about something you're mad about? Mahomes had a great game. The Buccaneers were terrible, That's and then usual. came and then came on towards the end to make this a tight, close game. Interesting finish, but it should have been an absolute blowout. I'm going to talk about something for a little bit because I think it's pretty funny. So uh, let's talk about fantasy. <laughs> Why? I remember. Uh, you talking about that you saw in one of your leagues that you saw a guy he had like he had Tyreek Hill and he had like sixty points or something, and then you had like Mahomes, um, and, and he gets thirty two. Yeah, yeah. Why is that? Tyreek Hill catching the ball from Mahomes gets fifty seven and a half points. I have Mahomes. I get thirty one and a half points overall this game. Why is it not closer? He threw the ball to Tyreek for everything. Like, Plus he threw to all the other wide receivers and rushed for yardage and I get 28 less points. And I, yeah, that's right. I lost my week because of him. Because of fantasy. To be because honest. of Tyreek. But mm-hmm. why did Mahomes not have at least 50 points? Does not even make any sense at all. Just saying. Anyway, about that. That was fun. absolutely massive win for the Chiefs crushing blow for the Buccaneers. And this still like a last second field goal or something like that. This still goes on my list that Antonio Brown broke the Buccaneers. Next game, Chicago Bears traveled in the Lambeau to take on the Packers. Not much to say here. The Bears are posers as I've been saying for weeks. Yeah. The Packers destroyed them 41-25. Game over. Rodgers, DeVonte Adams, Lazard, Scantling, everybody just Bears put it together any, and beat up Bears the Bears. never had anything in that game. No, there was really no shot here. No. There was no opportunity. Um, they got they just have a big issue at quarterback, right? Because Mitchell's, of course, is playing, and Mitchell's going to be starting again this coming week. Uh, Bears are losing. It, it's just, it, but when you look between him and Foles and all that, it, I you're swear, not going to put games together that way. I swear Trubisky is worse the probably the worst QB in the league right now including every other team's backups because the Bears backup nah, the Bears no. backup is better than Trubisky Trubisky is trash okay you're awfully harsh this morning 
but it's just a truth. No, you're harsh. Not harsh. You're it's harsh. True. I would take Trubisky over a bunch of the backups in this league. I don't know about that. I would. Anyway, Packers get an, a, a divisional win, which is most important when it comes to November and December football. Playoffs, here they come. Yeah. Next game, Battle of the Birds, Seahawks, Eagles. Seahawks win this 23-17. DK Metcalf destroyed universes in this game. When hey. him and Darius Slay decided to start fighting immediately, yeah. it was just fun to watch. Also, um, in the last, like, 17 to 10 seconds, there was a touchdown by the Philadelphia Eagles where Carson Wentz just threw the ball up and... One of the Eagles defenders almost caught it. It got hit out, and then another one caught it for a touchdown. Which was like a backup tight end. I don't think end. I saw that. It was like the last 17 seconds of the game. Oh, that's why. It was just garbage time. Yeah, pretty sure it was a backup tight end. Gotcha. So Seahawks get another win. I thought it would have been a bigger bigger win than this. Honestly. It would have been if they didn't catch that touchdown. It would have been like 23-10. Like, yeah, like 23-10 or something like that. Yeah, so I don't know. I just figured it would have been a bigger win. DK had a great game. Um, just showed out, you know, his his power, his strength, his speed. Uh, his skill is, is just growing, you know, every single game. So I like, to, I like to watch what he's doing. It's fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, and let's move on to the Wednesday afternoon game. The Steelers, the Steelers stay unbeaten, now 11-0 against the Baltimore Ravens, 19-14. This game was a game at the end. Um, Trace McSorley comes in, throws like... 70-yard touchdown. To, to Mal- Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown, yeah. Um, it's pretty interesting. couple of missed tackles, which, which is weird for Holly- the Steelers. Hollywood Brown, he's been doing pr- not good got all the season. Yeah, he's not having a good year at all. But somehow in this game... He makes Minka Fitzpatrick. Like, he, he grabs the ball, he cuts to the outside a little, then he cuts back in, and then he cuts back out, and then Minka Fitzpatrick literally just well, lets just, him score. Well, you, you dizzy people up, and then Hollywood just has the speed to finish it off. That's pretty much all that. It's that happens. Fitzpatrick, though. Yeah, but that happens every game. And let's be honest, they weren't going to win this football game. It just wasn't going to happen. You had no, you had no Lamar. You had no... J.K. Dobbins, you had no Ingram, you have no Mark Andrews, you have, you no have team. half the defense is that like it's just it's not gonna happen. Like, come on, I can't even believe it was that close. Yeah. Um I saw this meme. I just talked about this for a little bit. I saw this meme that um it, the caption above it was this game will never happen. It was about the Pittsburgh <laughs> and um Baltimore game. It said breaking Pittsburgh Baltimore postponed till twenty thirty two. Yeah. He had Lamar and Big Ben with gray beards and yeah. all kinds of stuff. He really looked like Santa Claus then. It was fun. He did. Um, remind me later. We're going to talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers a little bit. Because, yeah. they're, they're, of course, all fans, right? Steelers fans are nuts right now because they're 11-0. and And they will fight to the death of, it's the only undefeated team. They're the best team in football. And we talked last week a little bit about how I said it's it's a completely overblown record because of the teams that they played and the strength of their schedule. Yeah, because all Let's the talk teams, about that later on the next episode. All the teams that they've been playing are not good teams. They've probably played like... They have two strong wins this entire year. And let's talk about it next episode, though. What, what were those two strong wins? Just I know. Uh, the Titans and... 
I'll just say the Browns. But the Browns were, this was when they were kind of on that weird streak of not playing well. Uh, um, but let's talk about that next episode. Let's not do it now. Yeah. Um, so pin that. Let's, let's finish up this episode, uh, first of all, by saying, again, I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I loved watching football on Thanksgiving. It was just a blast. And we all also can't believe it's December. Yes. And I think week 12 overall was a good week of football. A lot of craziness because of the COVID things and just game delays. And this is, this is also just not, this is also not rem like remembering the Pittsburgh and Baltimore game. We're just yeah. talking about the other games. It, it was, it was a great week of football overall. It was, but let's finish up this week 12 review episode with players of the week. <laughs> Thank you for that intro. What do you want to start with? NFC, AFC. Uh, NFC, because I know who they are. NFC. Let's go with NFC Offensive Player of the Week, quarterback from the Minnesota Vikings, Kirk Cousins. Yes. That's right, Kirk Cousins. The guy that has the most interceptions this season. That's Carson Wentz. Completion oh, yeah. percentage, 75.5%, 307 passing yards, three touchdowns, 115.7 passer rating. Let's move on to I'm the just, NFC Special Teams Player of the Week. Kicker from the San Francisco 49ers, Robbie Gold. Three for four on field goals, two for two PATs, 11 points, and the game-winning field goal. It seems like special teams kickers always have the game-winning field goal. Yeah. I'm, I'm not even going to attempt to say the defensive guy's name. This is my segment. You have your own segment, man. I know. NFC Defensive Player of the Week, defensive end from our very own Atlanta Falcons, Jacob Tuioti Mariner, five tackles, one sack, two fumble recoveries, and one of those fumbles he forced himself. He was an absolute destroyer of men against the Las Vegas Raiders offensive line. Fantastic. Love it. AFC. AFC. Special Teams Player of the Week. What did I tell you? Kicker from the New England Patriots, Nick Folk. Two for two field goals, two for two PATs, eight points, and this is the game-winning field goal. This has been the second time that he's been on this list. I just don't think the kickers should get the Special Teams Player of the Week if the only big thing they did was the game-winning field goal. Well, they were. He was also on this. He was also on the AFC Special Teams Player of the Week whenever they won against the Jets because he got the game-winning field goal. AFC Defensive Player of the Week from the Buffalo Bills starting linebacker AJ Klein. 14 tackles. Three tackles for loss, one and a half sacks, one pass defended. Possibly, I mean, that's an amazing stat line for a single game for a single defensive linebacker. What would have made that even better if you see it if he had an interception? True. AFC Offensive Player of the Week. Wide receiver, Kansas City Chiefs, the Cheetah, Tyreek Hill, 13 Damn. receptions, 269 yards, and three touchdowns. You really can't do any better than that. Actually, you can, but they didn't. it's rare. Yeah. Talk to Julio. He'll tell you. Um, that about wraps it up. Week 12 also, review. Um, I want to talk about one thing. Um, this might have been last week. And if I'm forgetting that, um, I'm pretty sure A.J. Brown, he had an onside kick return for a touchdown. That was this week. That was this week. That was this week. Onside kick, picked it up, 
just ran right towards the onside kick. It hopped perfectly. He grabbed it and off to the races he was. Yeah, just a little thing thrown in there. That was pretty awesome to see because yeah. that never happens. No, his hands team usually just falls on it, and he just he was aggressive. He grabbed it and just took off. Oh, Dallas. It's great. Or the Falcons. Maybe they'll learn. Exactly. Anyways. Awesome. Well, that about wraps it up for this episode of the All Out Blitz podcast. Appreciate everybody listening in. We will have another episode later today to talk week 13 preview. Hope you all have a great day, and we'll uh, catch up with you a little bit later. Yeah. Peace out. Bye.